hail you, nostalgic Junior Birdman. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a still recovering from her sickness, 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Doria Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and Previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season 6, Episode 20, Flying. And boy, are we. Yes. Just flying. All right, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The week need not apply. This episode originally aired on February 7th of 1996. A couple of birthdays on February 9th, actor Jimmy Bennett was born. He played a young James T. Kirk in Star Trek 2009, which we just talked about on, yeah. 90, on 90s Music Got Me. Like. Yeah, your Star Trek Day episode <laughs> dropped weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> still fun, still worth it. <laughs> also, Kelly Berglund is born. Uh, currently uh, currently stars on Heels with Stephen Amell. Oh, have you watched any of Heels? I have not. I tried mm. because I love Stephen Amell, but it's just that like pro wrestling world. And I just, I don't know. I just couldn't get through it. I couldn't get through the, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, it probably helps if you're a fan. Of yes, wrestling. definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Couple of deaths to mention on February seventh, composer Boris Tchaikovsky died at seventy-one. That wait, yes. <laughs> wait. <laughs> so Tchaikovsky was born. He could have watched the first five seasons of Nine Hundred Two and That doesn't <laughs> seem right. That doesn't That's seem insane. right. I guess I just assume every name that I associate with classical composers died at least by seventeen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> at least. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, February 13th, Oscar and Tony award-winning actor Martin Balsam died, known for films like Breakfast at Tiffany's, Catch-22, Mitchell, and Tora, Tora, Tora. Oh, yeah. Mitchell, pardon me. Mitchell. <laughs> Maybe the best mystery science theater ever. Uh, well, we would argue. We would okay. argue about are that. Are you, what do you say? Are you Final Sacrifice? Oh, yeah. You? It's got to be Final Sacrifice. Yeah. I, I can't put up a good fight there. The two of those, <laughs> I just love them so much. Mitchell how, is very funny, though. Mitchell, how about Mitchell is the best Joel and Final Sacrifice is the best Mike? Okay. I'll, okay. I'll, we can okay. agree on that. All right. Movies, February 9th, Broken Arrow with John Travolta oh, and yeah. Christian Slater. Yeah. I always associate that movie with Face Off, you know, the... John Travolta, Nick Cage, classic. But Broken Arrow is just kind of boring. Like it's mm. not it's not as wild and chaotic as Face Off and it's just kind of like, why are we doing this? So I'm not a fan. Since my husband and I both had COVID this past week. Yeah. Probably right still hear it in my voice. Lingering, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, his, his thing was like, I'm just going to watch as many movies as I possibly can. So I think he's watched over 20 movies yeah. this week. Uh, I, and I, uh, caught, I caught some of them. I, I co-hosted previously on X-Men with Eric just right before you guys found out that you had COVID and he was like a little foggy then, but he was listing off the movies he was watching and in the the lack of structure for what they were was blowing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he just had a big wheel with every movie ever made and he would just spin it and be like, well, okay, I, 
I, I guess I'm watching Caddyshack 2 today. <laughs> Crazy. Didn't watch Caddyshack 2. We watched Election. Oh. That was pretty good. Like Matthew Broderick, Reese yeah, Witherspoon? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I finally got him to watch Gangs in New York, which he did not like. But he loves Leo. Yeah, who doesn't? But well, okay. what are you going to do? Anyway, okay. watched a lot of movies. Okay, nice. TV, February 7th, the short-lived CBS drama Matt Waters aired its final episode. What's your favorite TV show named after a person? Ooh... I'm, I'm just Man, thinking all 90s. the ones that have come into my head. I don't even. Like. I'm just thinking like Caroline in the City. You know, suddenly Susan. Sure, all I've never, like that. I've never Joey? seen those. Sure. Fra- oh, Frasier. Yours is Frasier. Oh come yeah, on. sure. Yours okay. is Frasier. It's got to be Frasier. But you, you don't want a Frasier reboot, right? No, you're, no, you're no. not. Okay. Because he keeps talking about it, and I'm like, Kelsey, please. Unnecessary. Please don't do that. No, it ended well. Just, just leave it. Music, February thirteenth. Tupac's All Eyes on B debuted. It was uh, his last album released in his lifetime and was certified Diamond. Diamond? Yeah. Okay. Diamond okay. level. It okay. would go on to win the Soul Train Music Award and the Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. Okay. We also got uh, the Gin Blossoms released Congratulations, I'm Sorry, and it was certified Platinum. I love the Gin Blossoms. Okay. And Jackson Brown released his 11th album, Looking East. It peaked at number 36 on the Billboard charts. Have you guys done Jid Blossoms on 90s music? I want to say yes. I feel like you have too, but I can't I'm I'm pretty sure we did. Yes. I was, speaking of Leo and and movies from the 90s, I was listening to your Titanic episode the other day in which you guys talked to me specifically because there are Star Trek references in there. Yeah. And I was answering your questions as Eric was like, Nick, what's the answer? And it was very meta. <laughs> yeah. It was, I thought something had gone haywire in my Did brain. Did you think you were in like Quantum Leap or something? I didn't know what were... was happening. Yeah. I thought, is this live? What's going on? <laughs> well, that was the reaction we were hoping for. Good. So it, it worked. Excellent. It worked. One other thing to mention, February 9th, Disney buys ABC for $19 billion. Oh. It sounds like a made-up number, but that's what's real here. Yeah. $19 gajillion, <laughs> Disney. Yeah. That's and, nothing, uh, though. That's like that's like a shopping day with grandma for Disney. It doesn't yeah. matter. $19 yeah. billion? Come on. They just, they're just a vacuum that's sucking yeah. up everything. That's right. Yep. That's that's just finding an old jacket in the closet at Disney has nineteen billion dollars in it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> We're gonna like in in five years, it's just gonna be two corporations. It's gonna be Amazon and it's gonna be Disney. And that's that's it. That is uh, a hellscape. That is my nightmare, Kendra. You're describing my nightmare. Well, it's what's happening. So I don't like it. Get out of fan. Ready. No, thank you. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. From 2016 to 2021, Daniel Cosgrove, who plays Matt in the later years, Kendra don't know him. Don't know who he is. (laughs) Couldn't pick him out of a police lineup. Wouldn't have any idea. I know that name. Well, maybe you saw him recurring as Danny Margulis in the hit drama Billions, which is what Disney has under their couch cushions. Daniel Cosgrove. I wonder if it's someone else has the last name Cosgrove. Are you thinking of Miranda Cosgrove? Oh, maybe. Maybe. that's. Are you combining Miranda Cosgrove and Daniel Day-Lewis? Interesting combination, yes. Not really. If Daniel Day-Lewis got cast as Miranda Cosgrove in a movie, he would make it happen. He would live as Miranda he, Cosgrove yeah. for Never 18 months. <laughs> Never disappoints. Oh, boy. All right. Let's look at our synopsis for Flying. 
Kelly moves out in the midst of a yard sale at the beach apartment, and Claire enlists Brandon's help to snap Kelly out of her coke-fueled days. Meanwhile, Kelly's old frenemy, Ginger, rolls back into town with an ultimatum. She'll tell the gang Val manipulated them unless she gets $50,000 or a night with David Silver. Whoa. (laughs) Finally, Joe passes out while flying with Jonathan, who is inexplicably around, prompting concern from Donna. He's there. We don't know why. He but, is there. But he's there. He is still there. Nobody told him that that storyline wrapped up last week. <laughs> All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Phil Sabbath and directed by Chip Chalmers. We have returning players like Carl T. Evans back as Jonathan, as we were just saying. Uh, Lisa Donovan back as Ginger LaMonica. I bet you thought she was gone, but she's here, Kendra. I did. She tricked me. New recurring players include Daniel Aubrey. So this is kind of a, this doesn't really count, but I'm going to count it anyway. Uh, She's credited as Knickknack Lady. So I think she was the lady who wanted to buy the thing and they were like, oh, it's not for sale. Yeah. Okay. But she pops back up at two more bit parts in 90210. And she did two episodes of Melrose Place. And she has long histories of small roles dating back to George Burns and the George Burns and Gracie Allen show in 1958. Hmm. Knick knack lady. Knick knack. Finally, <laughs> Barney McFadden is, as, appears as Captain George, but just George now because he's retired. Ah, I want to make that clear. He was a, he was one of those career guest star guys, you know, just like appearing on every show. He was on the A team chips, Jag, the Rockford files, and many more. That's the big four. I think. Yeah. You need it. Yep. That's a bingo. That's a bingo. All right. Well, let's get into the episode. Let's see. Let's see how long I can talk before my voice gives out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We start at the student union where uh, the girls are getting ready to do a yard sale. So they're kind of making a list of the things they need. Now, this yard sale is just for them, right? This is not a, f- a sorority thing. No, I don't think so. I was wondering that too. I thought it was going to be like they're either, either a charity thing or like yard sales all along the coast there. But no, they just decided they're going to have an indoor yard sale. <laughs> yeah, because they're because they're talking about like should we call benefit. it? We don't have a garage. We don't have a yard. Like should yeah. we? What should we call it? But they yeah. do land on yard sale. Yeah, Kelly's there, but she's very under the weather. She's yeah. she's not looking good. Um, so she she heads out, and Valerie's like obviously she's right. really having a problem with drugs. Yeah, guys. Yep. I like Valerie's hair. Love Valerie's hair. I wrote that later on. Yeah, she's, I don't know, the last, like, probably couple of months here of production, I feel like they've been really struggling to get old Tiff's hair just right. And we've basically gone back to, like, a a Saved by the Bell college years era haircut. Yeah, they have foregone the, like, poofy-ness that they were doing, and they, it's just, like, straight, flat, short, and Shoulder length, kind of a bob a little bit. And before we were doing some sort of, like, poofy the rachel it was yeah not, yeah i had this hairstyle for a while do you remember my short oh i do hair style? yes i do yeah. remember that yeah i liked it that was a, that was a good time so kelly goes to colin's classroom because you'll remember colin is a teacher and he's trying to talk to a student but she pulls him away from this student and 
She's like, I'm tired. I'm not having fun. Can you just give me a little Coke just to get me through the day? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you don't have to ask me twice. Yeah. I mean, I've got it right here in yeah. my shirt pocket. Yeah, which is crazy, which is crazy. That's the two things I noted about this. First, I think Jenny Garth rides a really fine line where she actually pulls off being like strung out and desperate without it being like a big, crazy, bloated performance. I think she does a really nice job in this episode. But I couldn't get over that while teaching a class, Colin just had a little vial of cocaine in his very loose front pocket. What if he dropped something and bent over and like cocaine came spilling out? The 90s. I know. Crazy time. What are you going to do? Crazy time. After the intro, we go back to the student union where Brandon is bringing some food over for him and Susan over to the Condor and Jonathan is there, which he's not happy about. (laughs) I was sort of of two minds about this because on the one hand, I was kind of like, you know, it's a TV thing where it's like you have this sort of recurring villain and there's a resolution and you never see or hear from him again. So on the one hand, I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, Jonathan wouldn't just disappear. So, okay. But we kind of got back into familiar territory by the end of the episode. And I still don't understand Susan I would I, not, con- if I were Brandon, I would not continue in this relationship. No, it's it's just weird. It is weird. Especially after the last episode it's felt like we resolved weird. it yeah. and it was done. But now it's still going. There can't be chumming around in her office. And I mean, I guess we'll get into more. But even that, I'm just like, lady, stop. You know, stop. I can't remember exactly what she's wearing, but I wrote in my notes, love Susan's outfit. I oh, think it was I like remember. a... It's like a suspendery dress kind of thing. Okay. I don't know, but I loved it. Okay. But we learned that Jonathan is is working on an assignment, and so he's using the office, which Susan says is his right to do as a past editor. He's allowed sure. to use the of course. office. I could go into the college I went to right now and be like, I demand the room yeah. as an alumnus. <laughs> and they have to give it to me. It's my right. I don't know that anyone would fight you on it. I think they'd be like, all right. That is true. They'd be like, well, you must really need it. (laughs) He wouldn't come here if he had another choice. It would be insane for him to just come here and throw that kind of weight around. He must really be desperate. (laughs) So Jonathan is trying to uh, smooth, smooth things over with Brandon a little bit and invites him to come along with him because he's doing this assignment talking about biplanes for some reason. Yeah. And cutting so it's real cutting edge journalism. He's like, Brandon, I I'll get you and your friends VIP passes to come and fly planes with me. Why don't you come along? Gives Brandon his number, tells him to call him. Uh, but Brandon basically crumples up the sticky note and throws it away. Yeah. And then they have like a fun. He and Susan have a funny little line where she's getting stuff ready for the garage sale. And he's like, out with the old. See how easy that is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Yes, it was. At Kelly Donna Claire's, Claire and Donna are getting ready for the yard sale, and they go into Kelly's room to look for pins or some something they need for yeah. for the yard sale. And Claire is looking in her drawers, and she finds a vial of cocaine in the drawer. Yep. And Claire, this is it. She's she's done with Kelly. I, you know what? <laughs> I was very much on Claire's side. Everything she said in this episode, I was like, yup. Yeah, I mean, she's Claire. she's just completely over it yes so donna donna's like you know ever the the mediator and it's like you're you know it's not that bad it's okay and claire's mm-hmm. like do you realize what happens if you get caught 
with this much, like it's a mandatory sentencing thing. You do, like you, you'll go you, to jail. You will do time. You yeah, will period. go to jail if, yeah. if you're found with this, yep. um, which I guess Donna didn't realize. So Donna yeah. says she's going to talk to Kelly. At the Walsh house, Valerie and David are, they're going through her outfits um, yeah. to see what she should get rid of at, the, the, yard sale. at the yard sale. Yeah. And they end up doing some kissing, but then she gets a phone call <laughs> To interrupt, and it's her old pal Ginger, who is saying that she will be flying into LA tomorrow. Uh, and she's there. She's she's like, "Come pick me up. I'm here to see you." And if you'll remember from when Ginger was here before, their deal was that Ginger would do this thing, make Valerie look good, and then yeah. never come back. Yeah. Ginger's Ginger steals a bunch of stuff. It looks like it was Ray. Valerie's like, I know the culprit. She mismarples her like right out of there. <laughs> and then we learn it was all just a scam to get yeah. Valerie to look great and turn in her old friend. Yeah. So Valerie refuses to pick her up. She's like, don't call her again. I will not see you tomorrow. Goodbye. David's then trying to be like, who was that? What was that about? But she won't tell him, which we've seen that goes over really well when she, when David knows that there's was, something up. Yeah, seriously. I was actually a little surprised that she didn't just tell him. Because... Yeah. This, this it makes more sense that yeah. she doesn't tell him. The, you think? The other stuff, I feel like... Why not tell him? Who cares? Oh, definitely. The Jonesy stuff. Yes, for sure, the Jonesy but, stuff. But, but this... I feel like he, he, well, yeah, I know, but I, I wouldn't broadcast it maybe to everyone, but I feel like to David, she could be like, look, this was stupid. I didn't think they were ever going to like come around. And so we kind of staged this little thing and I don't know, now it's blowing up. And I feel like he would have been like, that's so crazy. <laughs> Let's do it. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll never know though, because she doesn't tell him. She does not. Steve and Brandon are talking downstairs and they're talking about strategies for, for Jonathan. And Steve's like, you just need to just be his friend. Let's go flying. He really wants to go. This yeah. is like Steve is pushing it. Yeah. He's like, let's go flying. Let's give him a chance. It'll be good. So Brandon's like, fine, we'll go flying. I like that he goes to Steve with like, how do we solve this? You're a deceptive person. It's like when he went to Valerie before. He's yeah. like, who's the slimiest person I know that could maybe get me out of this situation? So I kind of like that. Yeah. Well, it works uh, yeah. for Steve because they're they're sure. going to go flying. Well, but does it? Does it <laughs> well, not in the long run. <laughs> we'll get there. So Kelly, back at Kelly Donna Claire's, Kelly and Colin arrive late at night, like basically after Claire and Donna have already done all the work of setting mm -hmm. up for mm -hmm. the yard sale. And Claire is just a literal block of ice talking to Kelly. She is. She yep. is like, she wants nothing to do with her. She's like... You know, just telling her off. And Kelly's like, whatever, I guess we'll leave then. But Donna wants her to stay and talk. And she says, you know, talk to me now or, or don't talk to me again. Yeah, that was, it was, she went like zero to ultimatum real fast. Yeah. So Colin goes to the car to wait and Kelly stays. And they say like, hey, we found this in your room, which Kelly is mad that they went in her room. She says that she's fine. Um, that she's, you know, she's not addicted to anything. Oh, sure. And Claire, it basically comes to Claire being like, you know, I, I'm going to leave if if you're going to keep doing this. But yeah. then Kelly says, well, maybe I should move out. And Claire says, fine, and take your evidence with you, Kelly. I, I Kelly just, leaves. I can't, I can't falter. No, I can't. I don't know that, I don't know that they're going about it the right way. 
I don't know that this is the best way to confront someone who has a coke addiction, but I've never had to do it. So, (laughs) yeah, it's just like Claire's right. I mean, what would they do if there was coke in the apartment? It seems like they would all go down for it. So, you know, yeah. At the Peach Pit, Donna meets up with Joe and she's very nervous about Joe flying. But Nat says that biplanes are practically crash proof. It'll be fine. Totally fine. They also talk about her and Kelly, and Donna just thinks maybe it's too late for her and Kelly. Yeah. Maybe their friendship is over. And we do get a Willie cameo, I have to point out. Willie is in the background. Yes, thank there. you for always being on top of that. Yes, you're welcome. Willie, Willie Watch 2022. You know what? Let's not call it that. <laughs> now that I say it out loud, <laughs> I think maybe we don't call it that. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. At Colin's house, we get a quick little scene of Kelly is... She can't sleep. She's making space for her stuff since she's going to move in with Colin. And she's like, I just need another line. And he's like, well, it's in the box. Like, you don't even have to ask. Yeah. Just do it. need permission. The next day at the yard sale, it is, it's going strong. They've got lots of people stopping really in for this. Really big turnout. Year. Yeah. Definitely big turnout. Big turnout. Um, Susan and the knickknack lady are talking about um, a sweater and once Donna says it's $3, Susan's like, oh, actually, I'm going to buy this. Yeah, Sorry. not for sale. Sorry, for lady. Sale. <laughs> Susan asks, you know, well, where's Kelly? And Claire is Claire's good to let everybody know, basically. Yeah, yeah. The, the situation. But then Valerie comes over and is like, maybe let's not broadcast. Let's which just is, pump the brakes on that a little which bit. Which is interesting for Valerie to be the one. Like, let's... <laughs> Valerie's like, I'm all for, you know, talking bad about Kelly, but maybe let's not broadcast her, her issues is, to everyone. It is interesting because I don't think that it's like, oh, she doesn't want Colin to get in trouble or anything like that. It does seem like there is some genuine... Yeah. I don't know if concern is the right word, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. David brings some coffee for everyone, and we learn that David is there because he did not want to go flying. It's just not his thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, even up in the sky, if you're that high up, everything's dangerous, which is a solid point. Yeah. And Dawn is like, oh, is it dangerous? They told me it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. Flying in a paper-thin plane with Jonathan. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. So we cut to the air strip, airport, wherever they are to go flying. Um, and we meet Captain George, who is a captain. I guess it seemed like he must have been in the Air Force or something because he did say like, oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm not. And what did he say? How did he put it? I guess just that like I'm not since I retired. It's just George. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Steve says he's done this before once. So, you know, he doesn't need the the intro flight yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So Jonathan is going to be piloting and he takes Brandon up with him and Joe goes up with George. Mm-hmm. And we get lots of fun shots of them, you know, diving and twirling up in the air and having a super fun time. This is such a head scratcher with it's like let's have I mean obviously I think we're just doing this for Joe. You know, I mm-hmm. think it's just it's just for Joe's story, but like what a weird flex to be like, you know what? Jonathan is a stunt biplane pilot and he's going to take the fellas up. He's in the a air. renaissance man. So weird. It's like, part of his appeal. Such a weird thing to do. Yeah. No, it Whatever. is. Whatever. Whatever. It is. I would be throwing up pretty quickly if I was doing all yeah. of those things. That's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. 
Back at Kelly Donna Claire's, David and Donna are talking about Kelly and, you know, the issues there. And um, we learn that no one has told Jackie. Maybe tell Jackie. I feel like she should probably be involved. But David says, you know, when they told Mel that I was addicted... I, it didn't make me want to quit. It made me want to keep yeah, going. Yeah, just pushed them in the other direction. I guess it just seems like in this case, like Jackie and Kelly have such a history together with addiction and everything. It seems like Jackie should know. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, you know, he says we'll just have to be her friend and it's up to Kelly to make the decision to stop. Yep. So back at the airport, airstrip, they are back on the ground and... Brandon had a great time. He really enjoyed it. Joe looks fine at first, and then all of a sudden he just collapses. He could not look more like it. Looks like somebody was like, Andy's coming, and he just <laughs> collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he goes down hard. He really does. Yeah. He hits the ground. So he, you know, everyone rushes over to him and he gets back up and he says, you know, he's fine. George, George pulls smelling salts, and that, oh, does that he? snaps him back into it. Yeah. Okay, I missed. He just happened to have smelling salts on hand. Well, I guess if you're, they say it. I mean, they they all say it happens on these flights, and so they have them. That's why I think Joe can kind of shrug it off. I almost passed out on a roller coaster once. Have we talked really? about that on the podcast? I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's it's happened once and never again. But it was it wasn't even the tallest roller coaster I've been on, but it was very tall, and the the it was the first big hill. And we were coming down and it was just like blackness started taking over my oh, vision. Wow. And it That's was crazy. I didn't have much light left. And then, you know, we leveled out and it like went away. But I was like, I'm about to black out on this roller coaster. Wow. Yeah. What a creepy. That, that's a creepy explanation. It was. Right? And it's only happened once in my life. But uh, well, I did faint once. Um, I'm sure I've told this story, but I got up to get ready for school And I was like standing in the bathroom and I was like, I don't feel good. I'm going to just go sit down for a second. And then I woke up on the floor Mm. and I like looked around and I was like, did I just faint? (laughs) And my mom was like calling up the stairs being like, what was that loud thud I just heard? And I was like, I think I fainted. It was weird. And it's never happened again in my life. It's an odd sensation. Definitely. It was weird. I just woke up on the floor. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so they decide that they're not going. <laughs> Steve doesn't get to fly. Because... Which is lame. I think that's lame. <laughs> yeah. He could have caught a ride back or something. He but, should get to ride yeah. the plane. Yeah. George could have taken him up when the others Absolutely. left. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, he doesn't get to go. They're going to take nope. Joe home. And Joe is like, can we not tell anyone, especially Donna? Right. And Brandon says, well, it's your life, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I don't like this because Brandon's loyalty should be to Donna, not Joe. He absolutely should tell. And at this point, it's very clear that there's something wrong with Joe. For sure. Yeah. Did we ever see any resolution to him like falling over when he's running up the stairs? Or did that just kind of... Nothing. Mm -mm. Okay. I guess it was just to show us that there's there's something wrong. Something's up. Yeah. 
Back at Kelly Donna Claire's, yard sale's still going strong. A woman wants to buy Claire's uh, blow-up doll. Yeah, do you remember the doll? <laughs> no, I vaguely remember oh, this doll. That is from like the very beginning of season five when Claire first moved in. She was snoring and keeping everybody up. And she said that oh. she could only sleep. She, would, she didn't snore if she was in bed with a man. And so they got that blow-up doll. And I she remember. slept with that so she snore. Yeah. Yes, that's but right. We haven't well, seen it since that episode. That was like season... Season five, episode like three. So it's been a while. <laughs> uh, well, she sells it for five dollars. Yeah. So. The prices at this yard sale are insane. Everything <laughs> they say, I'm like, really? Yeah. So it's the nineties. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, must be it. That must be it. Um, Valerie and Susan have a little talk about Jonathan because Valerie says, you know, how is it with him being around? And yeah. He's, she says, you know, she doesn't want to hurt him, but he needs to get over her. And Valerie's like, kick him to the curb. Get get rid of this loser if you're not into him. Susan asks Valerie if she should be concerned about Kelly and Brandon. And Valerie does say no. Yeah, she does. And Susan says that she's not good at being the bad guy. And Valerie's like, stick with me, babe. I'll (laughs) I'll teach you how to be heartless. (laughs) I do kind of like this version of Valerie. There's another phone call for Valerie, and it is Ginger saying Ginger. that she has arrived. Not only has she arrived, but she is at the Walsh house in, yeah. in Valerie's room. Yep. Valerie, I don't know how she would have given Ginger a key to begin with. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy move. Agreed. Well, she says she has no place to stay, so she's going to stay with Valerie and Valerie's like, we had a deal. Like, are you going back on our deal? What is what is happening? Why are you doing this? Yep. But Valerie says that she'll get she'll get her settled. You know, she'll she'll get her a place to stay that is yeah, not, not the Walsh like, house. She's just like, fine, I'll just come over to where you are. I'd love to see Kelly and the gang or whatever. Yep. Valerie's and this like, this is where we get a flashback to what happened. Which I feel like they should have put it earlier, but for some reason they put it here. Yeah, and we actually don't get the flashback that you need. We get Valerie exposing Ginger, but we don't get the, uh, oh, we fooled those Gordon idiots, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's a weird, it's weirdly timed and weird content in a flashback. So after she gets off the phone, David asks her what's going on, what's wrong, and she tells David that Ginger's back in town and could he please go pick her up and set her up in a hotel. Yeah. She doesn't really want to talk about why she's in town. She's just right. like, please do this for me. And he says, okay. So at the hotel, Ginger makes him tip the the bellhop and yep. asks him to stay for lunch. She's very flirty with him. And he's, he's not mean to her, but he is very uninterested in spending yeah. time with he her. He says, like, I don't really want to hang out with somebody who tried to rip off all my friends. Yeah. I don't really get why David okayed what is clearly like the presidential suite at this place. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he didn't take her to like a Ramada Inn and be like, give me a smoking room. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> I know. He like put her in the, the yeah. ritz or something. Yeah. Um, so then Ginger makes like a comment about like, oh, Valerie didn't tell you why I'm here. Does she normally keep secrets from you? Mm-hmm. You know, sowing some doubt in, yep. in David's mind. Yep. And then as he's leaving, she's ordering room service. So she's... Kendra, could you, could you remind me, is David a pop star? Not at the moment. Not right now. Okay. He was. He's not right now. Okay. He was. He was, but not anymore. Toured with, toured with Babyface, but now... Yep. Not, no, nothing. Okay. <laughs> yep. 
Back at Kelly Donna Claire's, they're counting up their earnings, and they did very well at this year's sale. Yeah. Susan makes a comment about how she has a date, and Valerie says, oh, with Jonathan or Brandon? Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> David calls for Valerie to tell her that he set Ginger up. She's good to go. And Valerie says, well, did she tell you why she's here? And he says, she said you would know why she's here. And she said you would say that you, you didn't, didn't know, know why. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of miscommunication. And a little Valerie less. gets real defensive real fast. She's like, how can you believe her over me? And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, love <laughs> Pump the, the brakes. Love the sick corded phone that he's on in his car. <laughs> Giant yes. bag phone with a big chunky black cord. Yeah. Brought back it. some memories. <laughs> back at the Walsh house, Brandon and Steve arrive, arrive home. And Brandon's saying, oh, and Jonathan. But Jonathan, yeah. like, goes to the bathroom or something. Right. You don't know he's there at first. Yeah. And... Brandon's talking about he still doesn't really trust Jonathan, even though they right. had a yeah. fun day with him, which is fair. Yeah. Brandon is also trying to tell Steve Joe's going to be fine. So I guess he's just like full cover up about I guess. what he knows about Joe. I guess. Yeah. Claire arrives and they fill her in on what happened and how Steve didn't get to fly. And she fills them in on how Kelly flaked on the yard sale yeah. and how she's really just like going off the deep end. And she says, yep. Brandon, if you have any influence over her, like now is the time. <laughs> Cash it in. To Cash it in now. Yeah. So Brandon is supposed to be going out to dinner with Susan, but he's going to stop by Kelly's on the way to Susan. Yes. And I thought he was saying the opposite. I thought he was saying he'd stop by and tell Susan, hey, I got to take care of this. But I guess he really thought he was just going to swing by and quickly get Kelly to give up cocaine yeah. again. How are we doing here? Are you yeah. good? No more coke. Are we know we're saying no good. to the cocaine. All right, good, because I've got dinner plans. <laughs> so on his way out, he says goodbye to Jonathan. So Jonathan heard him saying that he's going to oh. stop by Kelly's. Well, he'll way. probably keep it to himself. Yeah, probably. So at Collins, Kelly is there by herself, but she's like, desperately searching through all the cabinets yeah. for for coke why he he has a very nice box that he keeps his coke in true i don't know why he would have a random vial in the cabinet she must have just skied through all that snow yeah like snowbound yeah yeah Whatever. okay so she's about to to do a line but then brandon knocks on the door and she doesn't want to let him in but he gets her to open the door she looks awful. She does. And she tries to get him to leave, but he's like, "Come, you're coming with me. Get yeah. In the and, car. and basically she's, I think the reason she goes is because she's like, Colin's going to be here any minute and this is going to be like a bad scene. And he's like, well, I'm not leaving. So you better come. Yeah. I remember this so well. This is one of the, like the sequences, Brandon driving around with Kelly, like while she's all coked out. It's just one of those memories from like when I watched it the first time. So I was like, oh, it's this episode. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the next scene. They're driving around top down and she's like super cold. And he's like, well, get some, you know, this is good. Get some fresh air up your nose. That'll be a change. <laughs> Give you. it a new sensation, he says. <laughs> <laughs> so they they argue she wants him to take her back to Collins. But he's basically like, no, we're going to drive around and I'm not taking you back. Yeah, she, she's like, well, you're going to drive me around all night. And he's like, if I have to. Yep. Which I liked it. This is this is the kind of Brandon that I like, you know, yeah. the responsible, good Brandon, which I thought was more prominent in the series and apparently isn't. But <laughs> it's a good moment for him. 
at the hotel. Ginger is showing Valerie all these clothes that she bought, which she charged to the room. To Valerie's card. To Valerie's card. The champagne that she also charged to the room. And basically... Ginger says that she wants another $50,000. 50000 That's a jump. Because Valerie paid her off with five k last time. Which is significant. It's a pretty good it's a pretty In the good 90s. $5,000. Yeah. yeah. For a teenager. Yeah. You could go, you could go to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, $50,000. And Valerie's basically like, I'm not doing that. But right. Ginger has a recording of their last conversation where they were like, ha we pulled one over on those I mean, guys. It's, it's pretty, on the one hand, it's pretty damning, but I feel like if Valerie stepped back and was rational about it, nobody's going to be surprised. Nobody's going to be like, what? You know, like if they have a ditcher by now, this is not a ditchable offense. I don't think. Yeah. And she, she was a different person. Then. For sure. Like yeah, once they sure. accepted her, I feel like not necessarily with Kelly, but I feel like with everyone else, she's toned down the yeah mischievous the, the yeah part the, of her. the vamp part of her. But Kelly has not accepted her, so no. No. you know it, their relationship really hasn't changed. But yeah, I do think there's she's just closer to them now, where she can be like, yes, this is a stupid thing that I did. If I was Valerie, I think I'd be trying to get the recording from her and destroy yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, grab it. I mean, she's just like, well, you have it. Well, she's savvy. Probably. probably. So Ginger's whole reason for doing this is basically, you know, she's like, I set you up. You have this business now. You have all these friends and I want, that's what I want. Yeah. I want a taste of the good life. Yeah. And she's, it's not like she's saying like, so give me a job. I want to be your partner. She's just like, give me the money. Yeah. Yep. But Valerie says, you know, you need to rethink this. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Brandon calls Susan from a payphone, and you would think he'd be smart enough to not leave the keys in the car, but he doesn't. So he he calls Susan and says he's going to be late. They might actually just need to reschedule their dinner, which Susan, Susan was already on the phone with Jonathan when Brandon called. Yes. Yes, she sure was, Kendra. She she like switched lines to, to talk to Brandon. So then she switches back and... Jonathan's like, oh, well, he did say he was going over to Kelly's house. I think there's something going on between the two of them. Yeah, which this was the point where I was like, again with this. Like, why are we doing this again? I know. He just spent the whole day trying to earn Brandon's trust. Yep. So now he and Susan are going to go out to dinner so they don't lose these reservations. This is another dumb situation, though, because, like, I feel like if he would have said, look, Kelly's strung out on cocaine. She won't listen to anybody else. Claire and Donna asked me to do this. I'm trying to figure out what to do. I don't want her to hurt. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a world in which he could have just been direct with her, but he wasn't. And as you said, she was already on the phone with Jonathan. So, yep. Yep. So while he's talking to Susan, Kelly just scooches over to the driver's seat and takes off. Drives away. Yeah. Yep. Leaving Brandon stranded. Yep. At the Walsh house, Ginger calls in the middle of the night to wake up Valerie uh, and David, but Valerie to talk. And she has changed her mind. She no longer wants $50,000. She wants a night with David. What a prize to be won. (laughs) What a a mind game that is, you know? What a weird... Yeah. She even calls it her indecent proposal. Mm Mm-hmm. She does. Yeah. So Valerie is is not into that, but she, you know, 
This is this is where Ginger is leaving. That's where we're at. Yep. yep. That's where we're at. Our last scene is at Kelly Donna Claire's. Jo- uh, Donna and Joe are sitting on the porch, and Joe has told her that he passed out. And yep. Donna is, of course, very upset, and you know wants her to wants him to to go back to the doctor. And she says she doesn't even have the strength to say, "I told you so." Yep. <laughs> so as they're talking, as they're talking, Kelly shows up. As she is. As she, yeah, the Kelly whatever, 2.0. And she goes to her room, gets out her suitcase, and she's like, I'm moving out. And she's packing her stuff. She'll come get the rest of it later. Here's here's Brandon's keys. Tell her, tell him the next time he tries to kidnap me, I'm calling the police. And she says that she's just, she's sick of having to justify her life to everyone. And she's outgrown this place. And Donna's like, well, what about me? And she just says, I'm sorry, and leaves. Sad. Sad moment. Poor sad Donna. Yep. That's the episode. Okay. Uh, do you have a 90210 snap, Kendra? Ooh. Oh, it might. I don't know. I feel like there were a couple. It might be the indecent proposal phone call. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I want a night with David. <laughs> uh, David will never go for that, right? Date. I think he would. Yeah, you I think, think he, he might. Would? I think he might. <laughs> Circumstances were right. Listen, Remember? we're not going to ask questions. I Listen. just want you to show my friend a good time. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Don't you remember the whole thing with Ariel? His argument was, she was here and wanted to have sex with me. What am I supposed to do? What was I supposed so, to do? Yeah, put him in the situation again. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's got to be the indecent proposal. <laughs> Every time Ginger shows up, I'm like... You miss. You meant to go to Melrose Place, and you missed your turn, and here you are because yeah. she is just everyone on Melrose Place. Uh, <laughs> she yeah, is. She's full villain. That's for sure. She is. She is. Uh, what? What's your verdict? What do you think? I. This was a good episode. I, I thought. thought the same thing. This was the first time in a while where I like I wanted to watch the next one like right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yeah, let's see what let's see what's going on. I, I feel like the stories are trying to are starting to sort of pick up a little bit. You know, and things mm-hmm. are going on. So, yeah, I liked it. I had a good time. I had a good time. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, next time, we're going to be talking about Season 6, Episode 21, Bleeding Hearts. In the meantime, you can catch me every other week on This Endorian Life. But I also recently uh, co-hosted uh, previously on X-Men with Eric Mickles, where we talked about a Mojo episode, Long Shot, and an Iceman episode, Cold Comfort, which was good times. What about you, Kendra? I feel like you haven't been upright in a couple of weeks so <laughs> no, i've been trying to trying to sleep yeah um but i'm getting there um okay. i am miss b's box 91 on twitter and i am the co-host of the podcast 90s music got me like um, i was worried for you there i didn't know if you're gonna come up with a title <laughs> no i got it i got okay. it um and our next episode will be about doing time which uh i picked because i thought it would be a good end to the summer and now we're in october so <laughs> it's a kickoff to fall yeah <laughs> it's an ode to the to the summer right. past yep yep so perfect yeah good times okay yeah well feel better and 902 and here we go